What companies would you want to work for? Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks which companies are a force for good. Companies like Bank of America, which just earned the prestigious Just Capital 2024 seal. Bank of America is ranked number one in the banking industry and number one for their ongoing commitment to workers, offering best-in-class benefits, including a minimum wage of $25 an hour by 2025. Visit JustCapital.com to learn how a just business is a better business. Furnished by Just Capital. 3HL. Powered by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling. With Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Yo, what up, Nashville? 3HL is on the air live at Bridgestone Arena. Brent Doherty with you in the concourse. I've got Babsy sitting next to me on my right. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Kirby just smiled at me. He thought it was really good. <laughs> Kirby doesn't smile a lot. I don't know. It's like Kirby's in a good mood. I, mean, I guess smiler. everything's set up really well. Ron Slay's dressed like he's going on television. I know. Oh, Look, he's looking all fancy. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. I'm in the building. Hey, I'm in the building. 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 Is it Brent Badsworth back on Smiley. Or is it? It's Jay Smiley. Smiley's hey, Smiley. What's up, buddy? What's up, Kirby, guys? Why did I feel like we could walk around last? Oh, we had the um, other headsets. Can you turn me up? Remember? Can you yeah. turn me up, too, while we're talking about Turn this? me up there we some go. to Kirby. Right. There we go. Thank turn you, Kirby. Turn me up, Kirby. So, uh, it's funny. Like, walking in the bowels of Bridgestone Arena, you just, like at the SEC tournament, you just see random people like Stephen Pearl walk by and like, <laughs> yeah. wave at you. Whoa. Did you see? Eagle. Did you see any big man down there pitching a tent? No, I did see Eros. Eros uh, pitched a tent going to the um, coming from the gift shop room. Did you have anything to say to Eros? I did. I said, "Hey, uh, I said, yeah, big fella, man, you gotta you gotta talk a little trash in there." Not those words, but um, <gasps> he, I mean, hey, we're transparent. And he was like, um, "Oh no, you know why I'm here?" And he goes, <laughs> "Guess what the coaches told me." No, please don't tell him that. Please don't tell him that. <laughs> like, do not feed him that. That's all he needs. That's all he needs. Feed so, the beast. So I told him, my bad. Eros, just be cool out there. So just what are cool. your television responsibilities today? As, uh, as uh, For those that don't know, 6 o'clock, you've got Ole Miss against South Carolina. 8 o'clock, LSU against Georgia. LSU, a two-point favorite against Georgia, even though they've lost 17 of their last 18 games. They're a two-point <laughs> favorite over Georgia, who's lost five in a row. Big crowd on hand for that 8 o'clock game Huge. tonight. Uh, Ole Miss, a six-and-a-half-point favorite over South Carolina. Yeah. Which is kind of strange to me. Ole Miss has lost six out of seven looking for a coach, which there are kind there are rumors out there. Oh, That's a out there, too. I'm about that. About the coach? No, about the uh, game. Oh. <laughs> just I'm like, you're betting on some money. future coaches now? <laughs> God, we have hit rock bottom. Yes, we have, if that's the case. And no, a parsley uh, on it. Right. Parsleyed <laughs> it. That's very true. Yeah, this guy, <laughs> that was really rock bottom. They'll, they'll want this guy, but he'll turn it down. And then they'll want this guy, and he'll turn it down. Then they'll get this guy. I'm that's going the this guy. That yeah, is, yeah, so the rumors are Chris Beard. Yeah, from that's Texas. What the noise who, is. who got fired. Uh, after he had like a domestic violence uh, issue, yes, that'll um, be cr- that's kind of which. Like, then I think his fiance dropped the charges, no. and there's a whole. I yeah. mean, but the the I've read the police report like full on top to bottom. Man, I don't know. That's that's going to be a hard hire. 
Yeah, I think is. like if you if you do your due diligence and you go and you read whether she dropped the charges or not, if you read the initial police report about everything, that's going to be a, a hard just from a sell it to right. So they your, will. They will People. sell their two sides to every story. Correct. Sell, yep. um, she dropped the charges. Correct. And then. And are they like, are they still together or something? I think. I hope, I hope, yeah. I don't know. I would hope so if this is the case. And so then it's uh, Kirby's trying to direct us for YouTube TV or uh, for Zone TV. Um, so then it's a case where the news cycle lasts like two days, depending on when you drop this news, if you're Ole Miss, but it'll last like Saturday at midnight. And and my example is, (laughs) remember how fired up some people were about Hugh Freeze going to Auburn? Yeah. Anybody talking about that now? Nope. Maybe Joe Honk. Yeah, Honk's still the one. Clown. Stirring the (laughs) stoking the flames. (laughs) Speaking of Joe Honk, all right, so we're at Bridgestone Arena uh, this week uh, for the SEC tournament. And even if you're not a basketball fan, this is one of the, the more fun events you can do. Um, yes. So if you can find tickets, bring even your if family, your team is garbage, the kids are going to have fun, and you've got multiple games. Even tonight, like Ole Miss, South Carolina, LSU, Georgia. I mean, you get to watch SEC basketball. You know, college basketball. It'll and you can get a walking taco. Yeah, the walk on you. Do you oh, guys you know? Walk on. Oh, they're so good. I never had one. So, oh my gosh, you can't have one. There's basically, probably at least five thousand calories in it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's like Doritos nachos mm-hmm. that's right? phenomenal because mm-hmm. that's how I eat and it, but it's all in a bag anyway. so it's easy like the bag Wait, splits it's a mama goldbergs it it's a mama g's yes. yes it's i'm telling you it's every preds game i go to i get one I wish yeah. I could speak and then that. i regret it but, but yeah can't. no can't speak of mama and it's g's. funny like these are one of these uh so a bunch of people at the station have lost a lot of weight right like so mm-hmm. ramon buck me you heck yeah, bob raising his hand he was thank you bob and so, like, these are the days, Hunk. like, we get a we get our credential for the <laughs> SEC April. tournament, yeah. and, it, and it's a picture from a long time ago. Look how fat my face is in here. I bet it. I, that doesn't even look like you. No, it doesn't. Look at Slays. But see, this is, this is, this is like 20 pounds ago. The one for Super Bowl. Super Bowl? Yeah. That's 79,000 pounds ago. That yeah, was, and, you, and you looked older, too. I did. It was some yeah. weird stuff going on. I don't know who that was traveling with y'all. It wasn't me. It sure seemed like you on the air. I look possessed in mine. Oh, my God. Her head is going to spin right around her shoulders. That's what it looks like. Watch out now. Might be one of those weeks. Oh, no. That's exorcist babs. No, babs. Please, no. Why does it look like that? It's like my eyes are jacked. Yeah. It's a concert going out there on the floor right yeah. now. So, anyway, we're at the SEC tournament. The doors will open at, I don't know, 430 or 5. We need to figure that out. But, uh. So if you're at the tournament this week and you're walking around, um, we'll either be inside watching Tennessee, I guess, because mm-hmm. they're on while we're on, or uh, you know we'll be in the concourse doing our show. So uh, Slade's got television responsibilities. What do you got going today? I have at 5.30 Paul Feinbaum, and then we, um, what do I have? Halftime of the game. Um, who is it? It would be Ole Miss and Georgia? No, it will be Georgia and LSU. It'll be South Carolina and Ole Miss. Slay. Yes. <laughs> you asked me yesterday, are you prepared? <laughs> I told Slay. You I know about the teams. I just don't know when they play. There's one thing in this business. <laughs> oh, you my gosh. Listen. I tell people this all the time. You can't control whether people like you or not or whatever. But, like, that's why I always say, like, I heard somebody one time talking about the haters say, yeah. I love me so you don't have to. Yeah. So you can't control that part of it. Right. Well, you can control loving yourself. But you can't control how people like you. But you, the one thing in this business you can control, preparation. That's right. And I'm prepped. 
<laughs> who's you just tonight? don't know who's playing. Who? When, but when they get out there, I'm gonna know. A, woo! I'm oh boy. I'm gonna go hit like a lightning bolt. Guess what? So this you is. You know what? what I'm, I'm glad we cleared it up before you went on you, national TV, Slay. You look out for me. That's what uh, this is teammates. This is the thing, though. Yoro said people could get on down here and see games tonight. Now you do have an opportunity to see a guy that's gonna be probably a top 15 pick in Gigi Jackson for South Carolina. Okay. So if you want to see an NBA player, this will be and an opportunity. That's to see the that. early game. Is that there? <laughs> just get here. Just get here for. It's two games taking place to tonight. It's two, the first game started six. Get here. So what about my <laughs> idea? Is it five? Six. It's six. It's six. six, six. six. Like. Okay. Yeah. Six. I'm, I'm ready. Unbelievable. Maybe Babs is if, coming. If okay, Paul wait. Feinbaum would have had this conversation with him. Oh, my gosh. He would have been like, this guy's never coming uh, on again. I would have told him, listen, Feinbaum, it ain't about that. Where your callers at? Get them on. <laughs> That's right. I, I want to hear from them anyway. That's right. Um, I know sometimes it is, it, it's difficult to fill the arena for tonight yeah. because people wait and they come to, starting tomorrow, especially teams that are people that are fans that are following teams. Mm-hmm. So um, I know they were giving away a lot of free tickets yep. over email and all of that. So talk around to friends if you're interested. Maybe they got an email where they can register for some free general admission tickets. And um, you can bring the family and come enjoy some basketball and a walking taco. That's my deal. Can, uh, you think I can get a, an endorsement for a walking taco? Uh, I, I, I don't see why not. You went to Auburn, y'all talking about Mama G's. And That's right. The salads are good. The chicken yeah. is good. Um, yeah. But this is another thing. <laughs> um, see, you go there and you get the wrong thing. <laughs> I, I mean, really the right it thing. ain't my fault that you got a salad. Y'all didn't really tell me what to get. Y'all just get a salad. Oh, I, I would have told you not to get a salad. You get a salad at Whole Foods. Like, I mean, see? That, it, the guy who's serving walking tacos agrees with me. He He's just solid. shook his head. Do you think solid. there's a walking taco guy like the Oscar Mayer Wiener guy? There needs it to be. It should be. There's like a walking yeah, taco like, suit that I somebody definitely should be. I can see Hunk doing that. be around his waist like a What bowl else do we have today? Well, hang on. So we're at Bridgestone <laughs> Arena. So I don't know how y'all got down here. I parked at the station and walked down. I just love walking through the city. Um, and it's, it's the perfect distance. No, it's perhaps. It's actually warm in here. Usually it's cold in here. I, were, so, I rode with Jeremy on Lyft. Thank you, Jeremy. Okay. Oh, way to go, Jeremy. There yep. you go. I rode with me. On me. So I was pulling, like, to get to the station, I pull onto DeMummer and take a left, go across the bridge, yep. and then and then uh, uh, Pedal Tavern's over there to the right, and then you turn left to go, like, back on the interstate, basically, but you curve up to the right and stuff. And while I was sitting there, I saw Joe Hunk on a scooter. Did you? Not I long. saw Joe Hunk on a scooter, and I'm like, this is not going to end well. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was something I stole from BB. It was totally his idea. Really, I took the from scooter Brett Batchelor? from Brett Bachelor. Whenever he would, whenever he would do the Titans games at Nissan, yeah, he would park at the studio, get a scooter, ride the scooter to Nissan, do all the stuff for one zero four five, and then ride the scooter back. That's pretty smart. And I said, I thought they were banned in our city. No, no, they're, 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 they're back. Uh, uh, they're, they're, yeah. there, no, there was a. There was a story about that. I think they limited the number of companies that could do them. Uh, I think that's what happened. Like Lyft and Uber have them now. Brent was right. I almost ran into a car and almost got ran over when I was right outside of Bridgestone. Just letting you know. (laughs) Was that your first experience? First time. I had to watch a YouTube video just to figure out how to get it started. Is it hard? No. Do you have to have balance? That, That comes in handy. I mean, it's no way I would have did. Yeah, it just comes in handy, but you're just like these people that ride them inebriated. Is yeah. it dangerous? Do you think? Yeah, because if you go full throttle, you go anywhere from like 15 to 20 miles per hour. Oh wow! Yeah, imagine trying to stop. Uh, oh yeah, that's where I screwed up. 
That's where I almost hit the car. Put your feet on the ground? Uh, no, you put your feet on the ground, your face goes into the handle. So you don't want to put the feet on the ground. Well, it sounds like he's speaking from experience. I, I did, right <laughs> behind the building, right back here at your, the back side of Bridgestone. Your mohawk still looks good, though. <laughs> What's well, because the wind was blowing it directly back. <laughs> so <laughs> You're aerodynamic. I was, I was perfect for this. Hmm. It blew it right back in, in the perfect set. I so, love yeah. it. All right. So, SEC tournament coming up tomorrow <laughs> at noon. You've got Florida against Mississippi State. Then you've got Tennessee against the South Carolina Ole Miss winner. Tomorrow in you the evening, scoot your way here. you've got Auburn and Arkansas. Then you've got Vanderbilt taking on the Georgia LSU winner. If Andy wins, they get Kentucky. If Tennessee wins, they get Missouri. Uh, just to kind of look toward, you know, uh, potential matchups. When we come back, Coach Mack, presented by Far Bureau Health Plans. He was at the Combine. We'll get his take on what he saw. That's next. 3HL, broadcasting live from the SEC Tournament, presented by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, SpringHillAC.com. Let's see. Something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans as we broadcast live from Bridgestone Arena in advance of the SEC basketball tournament, which starts tonight at 6 o'clock. Ole Miss, a six-and-a-half point favorite over South Carolina, despite the fact that Ole Miss needs a basketball coach and has lost six out of seven. LSU and Georgia, the nightcap tonight. LSU, a two-point favorite, despite the fact that they've lost 17 out of 18. So uh, my idea before the show was that um, you could probably scrap the Wednesday games and just not have the last four make the tournament and just start it on Thursday. But okay, it, Georgia circa 2009. That was the tornado game. I mean, the tornado would tournament. beg to differ. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was there for that. That was crazy. Now, was no, that the right. only one, though? Uh, Tennessee made a run in Memorial Gym one year with Allen Houston and those guys. And oh, they, really? They were the last seed. Wow. And they made it to the championship game against Alabama, and James Hollywood Robinson went off. Oh, but wasn't that before the expanded SEC? Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. I mean, the tournament was at Memorial Gym. Yeah. That's when right. they used to put it on and, campuses. Oh, that would be oh. Be so wild. that was when everybody played in it. That's like 19, regardless. 1993, Tennessee played at – like the SEC tournament was at, at Rupp Rupp Arena. Can't do that. And Tennessee went up there, and this was Allen Houston's last game as of all. Tennessee got beat by 70. What? Yep. And that night – like the joke around campus was, I'm not going out like Allen Houston. I was like, come on, man, that, that dude's an awesome guy. Like, because he, he only had like eight points, I think. It was his oh, first, see, it was his awesome. only game without double figures. Yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, but that night, Knoxville got hit with 23 inches of snow. Ooh. Nashville got ice 
Knoxville got 23 inches of snow. That's crazy. So the University of Tennessee had snow plows. The city of Knoxville didn't. We missed one day of school. That's it? Uh, with 23 inches of, of snow. Wow. Goodness gracious. Um, so anyway, we're at Bridgestone Arena. If you're wow. here, we would love to see you presented by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, SpringHillAC.com. Yeah. Coach Mack joins us now. Coach Mack, what's up? Hey, guys. You guys down at the tournament, huh? That, that, that's good stuff. Uh, Ron Slade, uh, you got uh, duties tonight other than radio? Are you suited up? Yeah, I'm suited. I'm suited and booted, Coach Mack. At about four forty-five, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna put the tie on and everything, and I'm gonna have a whole kit and caboodle. That Babsy got to do my makeup at some point. I don't know how we're gonna figure this part out, but we got to get it done, Coach Mack. Disaster. I got. I got five bomb at five twenty, Mack. Okay, you got five. Okay, here's what I want you to do: take about three deep breaths, <laughs> listen to listen to Dawn. She's a professional at it, and just it, you keep your powder dry until she puts the powder on you. That's what. You know. That's right. Just, uh, just a little touch up for the shininess. I don't know, Coach Mag. I, I kind of want to see Kirby as the makeup artist. That's kind of what I want. Oh my like gosh. Kirby's a man for all seasons. Like Sir Thomas More, I think he can figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, you know what happened to Sir Thomas More, don't you? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, anyway, spoiler alert. Let's, let's, stay, let's stay away. Let's stay away from all those literary. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Coach Mag presented I'm, I'm by Farm Bureau Health Plans. I'm, I'm still in my hotel room at the Fairfield. Uh, thanks to Ronnie, the general manager here, because I still got no power in East Nashville. But I think it's coming back on pretty quick. So. Coach. I had to have I had to have electricity to do all my stuff. Wow! It's been a it's been over a week. Yeah, right? those guys That's at NES, crazy. man, they grind, bro, and they grind oh, like, hey, all they, the time. They, they, had, they, had, they had something like eleven hundred poles down. I mean, look, I, I, I complain about none of that. It takes about three or four trucks to get a pole put back up. So I'm sure yeah. it'll be on pretty quick over there. But can't thank Ronnie and the people here at the Fairfield enough. All I had to do was email them. On my way back from Indy, they said, come on in, Coach. So, we're good. That's direct line, direct access. There you go. Coach Mack, yeah, nothing but the best. Um, Let me start with the super fast guys. DJ Turner, Coach Mack, cornerback Michigan, put up the fastest 40 time at 4-2-6. What do you think about him as a player? Well, I like him as a player. Let me tell you something about the corners in general. Yeah. Uh, To answer your question, first of all, I like – I, I like him as a player. Absolutely like him as a player. The thing that impressed me, that I've got to go back to the tape on Ja'Cory and Bennett from Maryland, the cornerback, yeah. ran 4'3", 40, 5'11", yeah. 188, yeah, you know, 148.10, vertical jump, 40 and a half, broad jump, 11-1. And then his teammate on the other side of the uh, other side of the formation, Deontay Banks from Maryland, 4'3", 5'6", 197, 149.10, vertical jump, 42, Broad jump 11-4. They got a track team there at Maryland back there in, in the backfield. I mean, I, so to me, I was very impressed overall, Brent, just, uh, you know, in, in the building, on the floor there, with the speed of the defensive backs. We had several guys that ran really, really well. The defensive backs ran better than the receivers this year, which is a little bit different. Yeah, a couple of SEC guys, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, a four three five, and then Keely Ringo. I was kind of surprised by his speed at four three six because uh, he, he's kind of a thumper, also like a really physical guy. So um, you know that that was a, a benefit for him. And the Darius Rush from South Carolina. Um, so yeah, the, the so did the, in this draft. It, it, are are we deep at the corner position, defensive backs yeah. in general? Yes, absolutely. Yes, the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, I can go all the way down. 
that I've got to put the film back on 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 safeties. I mean, you know, you know, of course, you start looking at Sidney Brown out of out of Illinois. Uh, you know, here's a guy 5'10", 211, 447 in the 40, 40 and a half vertical, broad jump 1010, bench is 23. You know, when I go through my first write up, I said a little bit tight in the hips, but 10 career interceptions, six in 2022. I mean, just a playmaker, all right? Just a guy that makes plays. So, you know what happens after the draft? You go back to the film on some of these guys that have done some things that you, you didn't quite pick up or you weren't really zero in on and so but the the secondary uh, you can find some help especially at corner the safety group is not as deep but in corner at corner you can find help in the middle of this draft so looking at the running back position um you know with all these Derek yeah. rumors that are out there uh you immediately like i was talking to rhett Bryan, and, and he loves b john robinson from texas and well yeah, let, and, let me let me say let me say why b why rhett likes b john robinson because he's the best back He's the I mean, best that's, back. Yeah. yeah, that's why he likes him. And, you know, I, I really have never seen him in person. But when I watch him in person, I mean, it's going, I mean, just so impressive. This is a three down back. This is the best back. This is a first round back. But the way backs are now and the way this draft is going to, to flow out, he won't, be a, he won't be a top five pick, may not be a top ten pick, not because he doesn't deserve it in the, in the preliminary. Top 150 that that, that Rhett, and I, Rhett and I have done. I think I've got about 15 to 18 true first round grades, uh, and B. John Robinson is one of them. I mean, he's an exceptional back, but the way this draft is gonna is gonna roll out, uh, he's gonna be available. You know, in the probably in the middle part of this first round, but he is a great back. But he is the best one. The next one after him, you didn't ask me, but I'll tell you, is uh, Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. That's I mean, what I was going to ask you about next. A little bit faster, uh, right, than Bijan. Brent, yeah, but he's a he's a he's an NFL back. He these two guys are what's going on in the NFL right now as far as backs go. I mean, the, Jameer Gibbs is is really really something. You know, at two hundred four, you start talking about speed backs. The next guy's Devonta Shane, a Shane from Texas A and M, but he's five nine one eighty five. Go back to your guy Gibbs. He's five eleven two hundred four. So those three right there at the top, but look, uh, War Dan Eagle, Tank Bigsby's a good back. Six foot two fifteen. I mean this guy this guy this guy's a back. Zach Charbonnet from UCLA is a bigger back. Didn't run quite as uh, well as what I thought he would run. And yeah. then another back that I really like, and you guys have talked about him because we talked during the uh, senior bowl is uh, and it Red Bryan picked him out when we were down there in Mobile from the start. So this is his horse to ride here. Is Ty J Spears from Tulane, five ten two oh four? That uh, good looking back. Zach Evans from Ole Miss is a legit back. These are my guys. I think for the first two days. Then Eric Gray from Oklahoma. You know, I mean, he's a guy, and, and uh, you know, I, I just there's going to be back that you're going to be able to find throughout this draft also. Right, and that's an area like you, we keep hearing the, the the general manager and the head coach talk about needing you know players that can do multiple things, which certainly Jameer Gibbs can do that. And you mentioned Bijan Robinson's a three down back, but there are a bunch of running backs in this draft that that kind of uh, fit that outline. But also they talk about Coach Mack the need to get this roster faster, and you can certainly do that at the running back position. Yeah, you pick the right the right people, you can, and that that's you know there's some speed. I mean, you look at the big men in this draft. To your point, Brent, the big men in this draft, you know, for their size, it was impressive watching those offensive linemen. You know, their day to run, yeah. just just to move. So, 
if you if you want to get faster, which the Titans need to do, which you know Mike Vrabel said that's what they need to do, and he's 100 percent correct. He he and uh, Rand Carson can find some speed in this draft. You can always find speed, and that's something that they need. But you got to have somebody to plow up front, Coach Mack. You got to be able to move some bodies. Who impressed you with the big guys moving up front the trenches? All right, first of all, if I answered this once, I answered it 25 times at the Combine with all the people I talk to because <laughs> I sit down with I sit down with everybody. Mac, is Peter Skaronsky a guard or tackle? Is he a guard or is he a tackle? I'll uh-huh. tell, I, I tell you what you do. After about the fifth time, I said, draft him and play him. That's what you do. Draft <laughs> Put him, him out and there. play him. Yeah, he's a player. I mean, mm-hmm. just draft him and play him. Whatever, whatever position he plays, he'll play for you for 12 years. So just wow. draft him and play him. Well, the, and the, the big – go ahead. The, yeah, the debate there, right, is his arm length, right? Like so, 32 and a quarter. 32 yeah, and a quarter. So, exactly. so maybe he does exactly. end up inside. But to your point, so what, right? No, no. And, and finally, I, I said, and I can say it because of all the years I've been there and the experience I have with him, and they'll accept these kind of answers from me. I said draft him and play him. Quit worrying about it. You know that's what you need to do. Just, he'll he'll be there for he'll be there for a long time. The tackles you want to talk about tackles? Paris yep. Johnson Jr. Love yep. the way he moved. Broderick Jones from Georgia. He moved very well. Tell you what, something guys, a guy that just continues to add on top of good good performance from the season on is Darnell Wright from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I, I I really believe, and I could be wrong. I've been wrong you know quite a bit in my thirty seven years doing this. But Darnell Wright, I, I I can see him at the bottom of the first round. I really can, yeah. just because of what just because of what he's put out there. I did a show in Jacksonville today, and they asked me specific, yeah. specifically about him. And the thing about Darnell Wright was, for those that don't know, he was playing left tackle at Tennessee, where he'd probably be a better right tackle. And we found out that to be the case. But they needed him at left tackle because they didn't have anything else blindside wise. So you had to put your best guy there. So when he goes to play right tackle last year, he was phenomenal. Yeah. And so now people are trying to starting to figure that out. And, you know, and here's the other thing, too. And Mike Keith and I talked about this. In fact, we talked about it on our final OTP. You know, people, look, this time of the year, people want to pick apart people at the draft. Will Anderson from uh, Alabama is one of my favorite players in this whole draft. And so, and people, and, and it, you know, it's always a yeah, but with somebody, regardless of where they are. They say, right. yeah, but, uh, you know, Darnell Wright handled him. I said, well, by the way, Darnell Wright's a pretty good player, too. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, yeah. they first-round talent, so. Two first-round talents. And so, yeah. to me, Darnell Wright has done nothing but help himself since the move that you correctly said, Brent, to right tackle. I can't stand when 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 they always put the butt in there to build another <laughs> another guy up. Like, dude, he was going against another first rounder. I mean, it's 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 a game, and somebody's gonna get the best of each other each play. But outside of that, Coach Mac, if you're even, dead even, say you got a guy like Paris Johnson, or you got a guy like Darnell Wright, um, is it any incentive to him having played with a guy? Um, that's already there with the Titans um, in, in NPF. Or, and I'm asking that because, you know, on the O-line, you got to move as a unit. Like, you got to be – if you can already get ahead of that curve of knowing guys on the line, does that help in your decision? Or is it, like you said, give me the guy who's going to make the plays? All right, let me help you with that, okay? And I, and I see where you're coming from. It would help if one of them was a guard one of them was a tackle. They're both tackles. <laughs> so they, yeah. play, they play apart from each other. Okay, right, you right. get me. Okay, it, I it, got it, you. Yep. It, it, it helped. It, it helped yep. with the with the comfortability in the locker room, 
But when you've got two tackles, they're on both different ends. Mm. When you're talking about you know, compatibility and being able to work together, you're talking about a guard-tackle combination. Right now we're talking about two bookends. That's why that, that's why you need that GCG, that guard center guard triangle right there. Got to be good up the middle. Move, yeah, it's like okay. baseball. Got to be yeah. good up the middle. And the big boys out there on the, on the bookends, they out there on the island. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm learning Coach Mack through this time. Yeah, well, and then I come to you with all the basketball stuff. You know, I well, come to you asking, asking who's playing the low post or the double pump. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, it slays illustrious high school football career. He didn't play on the offensive line. He led, right. the, he led the state in, in receiving yardage that's for right. a while. Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks, I was on fire, Coach Mack. I got a letter from Memphis. Let, let, you know what, Ron Slay, I know we're talking about the combine and professional sports, but you were one of those guys that uh, I grew up in West Texas playing against that, that matured bigger than everybody else, and so you had to have a different colored helmet on playing peewee football. It wasn't fair. <laughs> that is funny. Uh, yeah, I was, that is so true. I was a double striper coach. <laughs> <laughs> man, I had to weigh in every week, man. I couldn't stand it. That is so hey, funny. I know it. I knew you were one of those different colored helmet dudes. Yeah, for those that don't know, like if you're over a certain weight, you can't yeah, carry, you can't carry the ball. That was, that was um, a dumb rule. I hated that, man. Hey, uh, <laughs> Coach uh, Anthony Richardson is a guy that everybody was kind of talking about before the combine, and then at six four two forty four, he put up combine records for a quarterback in the vertical and the broad jump, and was the fat, fourth fastest among quarterbacks in the forty since two thousand three with a four four three. What do you think about him? Ridiculous. I mean, really seriously. <laughs> You, you talk about athletic ability, and, and, and you know, you get used to it. I, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time. I get used to you know, professional athletes are special people anyway. But you, you see something like that, you know, and you watch it with your own eyes. And, hey, look, this, again, was on the latest OCC we did. People, please get into that stuff. Put out 10 of them. Mike Pete uh, and Amy Wells and Brett and myself. I and mean, we had some nice content. Anyway, they asked me for the comp. To him, and of course, that you know, I I go back in this thing a while, and so I went back to the '99 draft. You know, the comp to me is for that is Dante Culpepper. If you'll remember, and I I pulled my notes from from then because I've got all mm. these notebooks for years, 37 years. I went back and pulled the '99 draft. Here's Culpepper, six three and three quarter, two fifty five, four five two forty, with a thirty nine inch vertical jump at two fifty five. Wow! Right, a, a one five seven ten and a seven two one three cone. And that was that draft that had Couch and McNabb and Akili Smith in it, you know. And so, uh, if you'll remember the 11 seasons at Minnesota, this guy was a dude. But that's a comp. And that's what we were thinking when Culpepper came out in 99 going, are you kidding me? Here's a guy nearly 6'4", 255, that's 4'5'2", and this vertical jump in 39, broad jump in 10. This guy could be a problem. And I called a lot of defenses against Culpepper during my career and his, and he was a problem. Hey, real quick, on the way out, uh, Deuce Vaughn yeah. is an intriguing prospect to me. Uh, shortest player in combine history at five foot five. Is there a place in the league for him? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, he, Darren Sproles, he's another K-State Wildcat, right? Yep. Uh, Darren Sproles, here's the thing he won't be able to do that he did at K-State. I know that place very well because, you know, I spent three years there coaching and still know a lot of people. He can't be a lead back like he was for K-State, you know, in this league at, at that size, but you, you, I mean, everybody wants to compare him with Darren Sproles, and it, it's very, very fair. And, you know, Darren Sproles turned into a, a very valuable player, but is there a place for him in this league? There absolutely is because he's got, you know, he's got those things that you can't coach. He's got elusiveness. He's got uh, immediate get up. He's a guy that immediate get up and go, and uh, he's a tough dude. 
see, he was a he was a every down back for them at K State. They're running inside outside going. He was slamming it up in there. So he won't do that in this league if there's absolutely a place for him. Coach? He's a chip on the shoulder guy too. Mm, yeah, for sure. Coach yeah, Knight. Absolutely, Don. Absolutely. Presented by Far Bureau Health Plans. Uh, have fun at the Fairfield there, Coach. I will. You know, I I, I, I watched uh, some of the tournament a couple years back up there in the Two River Suite. I might come watch some games later on. That's a, hey, it's a great thing down there when they it have this. It's uh, such a great mm-hmm. event, man. I, I would it, encourage it, anyone. It, 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 it's nothing but a great event. I'm so glad you guys are down there. And Ron Slade, please listen to Don Davenport. You'll be great. <laughs> yeah, I got you, Coach Mack. I got you. Get Kirby, get Kirby to put that uh, makeup on. <laughs> no, no, here, here's what you do with Kirby. Keep him as far away from everything as you can. <laughs> we'll it's it. closer right now, Coach Mack. Thank you, Coach. You. Good stuff, man. Always good to hear from you. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. All right. There he is, Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. We broadcast live from Bridgestone Arena. We'll talk about the SEC tournament as we roll through the show, but Coming up next, uh, Daniel Jones with the new contract. Uh, are the Titans actually getting a deal now with what quarterbacks are making with, with Ryan Tannehill's contract? Mm. Talk about it next, 3HL 1045 The Zone. Let's see, something different for dinner. Searching restaurants near me. Right here, ma'am. How can we help? Gee, same old, same old. Wait, we're, we're right here, ma'am. Our restaurant's just a few blocks from you. Why is she not seeing us? Back to the usual, I guess. Ma'am, can you not see us? Nope, they can't see you. Because you're buried deep in the list of local restaurants. You are invisible online. Introducing Cumulus Boost. Get a boost, get found, get on the map. Learn more at CumulusBoost.com. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Zone broadcasting live from Bridgestone Arena. The SEC Basketball Tournament begins tonight. Ole Miss, South Carolina, LSU, Georgia. And then coming up tomorrow, when you look at the bracket, Mississippi State and Florida. Mississippi State's an interesting team because if they find the right matchups against Alabama, they actually do have success. Yes, they do. They started slowly, but they came on late, and they've got some production down low. That if the game is called correctly, could be a problem for opponents. Yeah, you got to be able to impose your will when you're leaning on guys being big and they got a big front line, Tolu Smith can go. Mm-hmm. But if they can't lean on their bigs, you can start to depend on your guards. That's a mismatch for right. Alabama. So that plays in their hands. Foul trouble. But they yeah. did play Alabama tough. Mm-hmm. They um, sure did. And they're playing well going into the end of the season. And Alabama's not. Honest, I mean, well, you say that now. Compared with what there we've seen all year. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tennessee will play at 2 o'clock-ish. Um, 25 minutes? 
Yep. After the after. first game? Yep. Uh, so maybe like 225, uh, somewhere in there. Tennessee South will play. Carolina or Ole Miss, the Tennessee, winner of tonight. Tennessee should handle that game yep. and get to Friday, which would be an interesting matchup, Tennessee and Missouri. Is there, is there any concern, South Carolina or Ole Miss, from a matchup-only standpoint? No. I, I think they struggled so. at Ole Miss for a half, They did. Right? Yeah. They did. Um, they did. Um, but I, I think it's – it's just different when you're you get to this point and like you really like what are you really playing for for Ole Miss? You know all of that. New coaches of, coming new in. New coaches. You know you seniors. Yeah, you want to go out with a bang, but it's everybody on that same page in tournaments. The whole team got to be on the same page for you to advance. It don't just happen with one guy being able. Hey, I'm gonna carry us. Yeah, that, that ain't gonna happen. Interesting matchup: Auburn and Arkansas tomorrow at six o'clock. Um, that. That's that's going to be a that's fun a, one. That's a good the winner gets number two Texas A and M, who could win this tournament. Obviously, Vanderbilt comes in as hot as anybody, yep. uh, playing Georgia LSU winner, and but then missing a big piece, missing, missing a, big a huge piece, piece Babson. Liam Robinson mm-hmm. still won without him, but that's going to be a problem when they play Kentucky and you've got Sheboy down there. That's right, and then you look at it on games, you can still carry your adrenaline and everything for when it that. happens in when the it game. happens in the happened game. to Tennessee with right. With, uh, Zakai, 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 yeah. And then when you once you get the a game plan put against you for that, then it's a little bit different. You got to have a different kind of play going on. So. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay, broadcasting live Bridgestone Arena, presented by Spring Hill Heating and Cooling, <laughs> SpringHillAC.com. It's usually cold in here. It's not. If you're coming to Bridgestone Arena, it's not cold in here. It's mm. kind of warm. Babs, you can't be shivering now, Babsy. I mean, I'm not shivering, but it's not it's not like hot in here. I mean, I've got a I'm I'm It's comfortable. Okay, <laughs> ladies, I'm talking to y'all. I have a thick a winter sweater on. Yeah. Like thick with this big old cowl neck, whatever, and I am comfortable. If, well, okay. Well, fellas, I'm, I'm talking to, I'm talking to y'all fellas. At any moment I could just come out my shirt and be fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> So do it. do it that with you. Do it that with you. Will. I think we Two just totally tanks. screwed everybody up. They're like, that, we don't know if it's hot or cold there. It's a good thing y'all don't share a hotel room because you'd be battling <laughs> over that thermometer. Uh, all right. Uh, so Daniel Jones got the new contract and uh, looking at the numbers. Daniel Dimes, baby. Based on you love him. track. You love him. <laughs> yeah, he loves him. Uh, he showed growth this year with Brian Dayball um, running the offense. So. Uh, Daniel Jones now checks in seventh highest, but tied for seventh highest paid quarterback at forty million dollars per year, four years, one hundred sixty million. Uh, and you can do these lists in various ways, but in terms of years, dollars per year, Daniel Jones now is tied for the seventh highest paid guy. So number one is Aaron Rodgers, number two is Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray number three, Deshaun Watson four, Patrick Mahomes five. Josh Allen, six. Matthew Stafford tied for seventh with Dak Prescott and Daniel Jones. So the question, and Hunk brought this up uh, before the show, are the Titans actually getting value with Ryan Tannehill's contract now compared with all of these? In case you're wondering, Ryan Tannehill, number 15. 15th highest paid quarterback this year at $29.5 million. Four-year, $118 million contract. Middle of the road. Yep, and you have to, uh, yeah. Middle of the road money. Middle of the well, road play. And here's my thing. He's middle of the road that, play. That, that's that's, that, he's probably paid exactly where he, he should be. Because right. if you go through a list of quarterbacks. Come on, talk to us then, Babs. And, and this is why. Because I, I have done it with Mr. Babs. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of Titans fans out there that <laughs> just is. do not love Ryan Tannehill. Nope. And I'm like, who 
There you are go. you gonna get this back? Well, there's they can 15, never answer that. They exactly. Can never. <laughs> there's 15 quarterbacks that are better than him. I'm like, no, there's not. There's probably like 12. Right. You know. So guess what? Ryan Tannehill's the 15th highest paid quarterback. Guess what? He's about the. Yeah. Yeah, I so, would say 13th to 15th best quarterback in the league. Here's where he is in terms of quarterback rating. He is number 11 in the NFL. He's better than I thought he was. <laughs> yeah, so he's two spots ahead of Daniel Jones. Here's why Daniel Jones is now tied for the seventh highest paid quarterback. He was the next guy up. Yep. Yeah, so, yep. like, so Tannehill, if his contract were up and the Titans wanted to do another four-year deal, he would pop up into the top ten highest paid quarterbacks. They're not going to do that. No. They may restructure this deal. Because and he'll be incentivized to, free to do to free up space to make it more cap friendly, um, and he'll be incentivized to do it because he only has five million in guarantees on this deal. So, mm-hmm. um, you know that that's how you create space, and and you know you give him more guaranteed money. You structure the deal in a way where you can get out of it after next year, and then you move on. And yep. then one thing on top of that, with him being that guy, are you willing to go out and pay for that type of top ten, top five style quarterback? I, to me, the answer is no. You would like a more complete team with a guy that can just middle. Not, I don't want to say middle of the road, but average play to not to not hurt you, but not necessarily the one to put you on his back to carry over the hump. No, you would like that more in the O line, your skill position guys, right. And defense. That's so are you, are now, you Titans ho- fans though will argue that he does hurt you and point to the interceptions yeah, no, in the playoff and game. And I hate that. And I hate that because this because then they are overlooked this year. None of this this year was his fault. He was actually doing really well before. I never felt like he got the out. yips this year, and he certainly should have. Oh, ah, yeah, it, you know, without question. It was the therapy <laughs> yeah. therapy yep. work, I guess, because mm-hmm. that stuff does work. Six one five seven three seven one zero four five. You want in at three HL one zero four five. You're a Titans fan. Do you hope that that they are taking a quarterback in round one next year? Maybe you hope they're taking one in this year's draft because that's the key to success is to get in that rookie quarterback contract and have him be good. That, that's Jalen Hurts, uh, Joe Burrow. Like you, That's where you need to be. Patrick Mahomes was, was that guy. That's where you need to be. 615-737-1045. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby at the whole school. Yeah, I, me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.